Hello, everyone. Welcome to Down Deep here in another Helm to Tower podcast. We're down in the deep because it is time to talk about Season of the Deep, the new season of Destiny 2, and a whole lot of other stuff. You could say we are definitely drowning down in the deep, <laughs> Alex O'Neill, uh, my co-host. That's right. <laughs> Hell Had to yeah. get in there. Um, yeah, it's been a pretty interesting week in the world of Destiny 2, and also, I guess, just Bungie in general, which are obviously the developers of Bungie. A lot of cool, interesting announcements, definitely none were not expected announcements uh, this week, um, as well as the new season. The new season is here. We've played a bunch, played a decent amount. I, I'd say I'd still have not played as much as I'd like, just because I was still trying to get Zelda off my off my plate. But uh, I played some this week and had a good time. Um, and yeah, in the dungeon as well. Dungeon just came out uh, the day the day before we were recording this, and we both got a chance to run it. Uh, so we'll talk about that and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, Alex, uh, so far, how are you feeling about Season of the Deep? How about we start with like maybe like, I guess just like let's start with like the activities, maybe the story mission. How are you, how are you feeling so far? Impressions. Um, feeling good. Yeah, I guess, I, you know, this is your warning. If you have not jumped into the season yet or played the dungeon, yep. Uh, though we'll probably talk about that a little bit later. Definitely mm-hmm. go go check that stuff out because it's, yes. uh, it's rad. Fantastic um, stuff. Yeah, I'm I'm really really pleased, especially with the the dungeon that that got me like uh, it was a little bit of a sleepy start, you know, uh, to to stuff, and sure. that got me like way more hyped up, and and the weapons and stuff got me really excited. Um, but yeah, so season of deep, uh, I I like that kind of easing into it feels like kind of chill, you know. Mm-hmm. There's no. Like we we were talking about, we weren't really sure what the uh, the vibe of unlocks and paradigm three by five grids and whatnot, it, what that was going to look like. Yeah. Um. And and now it's kind of like okay, there are these bonus challenges that will unlock things, and potentially there will be more in future yeah. weeks. We we don't know yet. Yeah. Um. And it's nice that like it's mentioning like you know it's not completely gone like you know it's it's not just what i think we mentioned like you know hopefully it's just you know we start out the season and it is like you you just have all that stuff it's it, yeah. it, it's, it's unfortunately not like that but the, there's just like a set of challenges like you can do like they're just considered bonus challenges and i think the nice thing is they're not it seems like they're not time gated at all or, or the majority of them are not time gated cuz i think there's a couple that are like hey you have to defeat the boss of this particular activity for the week, because I'm assuming, you know, like most activities yeah. will probably be weekly rotation. There'll be different bosses in the new activities, and then you have to go fight them and stuff. But like yeah. other than that, like I've done most of those already, which is like kind of nice. I like that. Yeah, especially like, you know, hey, you want to get that deep sight weapon every week. You can kind of yeah. get that rolling right away. Hey, you want to be able to focus the armor for yeah. high stat armor. All you got to do is just unlock the armor by getting random drops. You know, once yeah. you get every piece, boom, you can focus it, which is great. I, I think that's... That's smart. That's cool. Uh, and the activity, it's a, we're back to six person activities, mm-hmm. um, salvage, but we also have a three person activity, which is kind of, it seems like those are going to be like repeats of the story missions uh, or some of the story missions. I imagine there will be other ones that are kind of like the intro mission where we go and find Sloan and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and those have like kind of like weird roguelike kind of mechanics. Yeah, yeah. You're basically. You know, the, there's the deep dives, I think is what they're called. Uh, yeah. And they're 
basically like uh, you can say there are three player activities or you can just do it solo. I think it was actually kind of cool if you there's actually like Matt, there's actually those options for the activity. Like when you select it, it'll give you like match made or you can select private and then it'll just load you in by yourself. Um, and, and also it's interesting that it is not like uh, there's no mid mid joining. So if you like if you have your group, you're going in with your group or if not, somebody drops, I guess somebody drops so well. But like mm-hmm. no one can like join it mid mid thing. So I totally had one time where I did one, and I chose matchmaking, and it still just put me by myself because I guess I just couldn't find anybody. <laughs> so I was like, okay, well, that's I guess that's what it is. And I did it. Do I did it so like, fine, but yeah, did it like scale down for just one person? Um, I, I'm not sure, just because I never I, I when I did for the story, I didn't do it with people either. So I'm not sure if like yeah. it's different with different people. I know there is the whole like you said, there is like a whole mechanic where like the Right at the start, you basically pick two power ups. They're essentially mm-hmm. like they're a gift from the Leviathan we have now seen throughout the throughout this early story and some of the like the, the trailer and stuff they showed. Um, uh, Amza is the name of the Leviathan that we've now learned from some of the story stuff that happened this week. Um, is it Amza or Asa? Oh, I think you're right. I think it's Asa. I think okay. you're. I think you're right. Um, but yeah, there's basically just two, and I've seen like a few different ones. Like the like I had one that was just your grenade recharge rate is up by five hundred percent. That's what I had. And I just yeah, <laughs> that's and I, awesome. And that was Ark Warlock. So I was like just like eating my grenade like every few seconds, just like I pretty much ran through it. And that's why I, I did it by myself. So maybe it's that that's how they 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 balance that. Maybe is those, oh yeah, maybe that's how they do that then because that was that was one of the ones I had when I was when I was just running it by myself. But if there's also like other things inside the mission. I don't know if you've seen any of that stuff where like you know in, in the when you first start an activity, there's like a Toland orb you go yeah. up to and then you activate that and it adds like extra challenges on top of the like the part of the activity you're doing and if you do those it, it like increases how deep you go and it like shows like you're like 5,000 deep or and it keeps going lower and like you're, you're supposed to get that like getting to higher tiers rewards you more stuff like you get more chests at the end and more rewards and stuff it seems mm-hmm. like how it's supposed to play out which is pretty interesting so it's like that kind of balance of trying to get those challenges and you need to get you do need to get like a separate set of keys is that they're like deep keys deep dive keys yeah for and, the, and then for there's the activity uh salvage keys as well that that's maybe the only thing where i'm like eh, do we yeah. do we need two sets do we of keys need two keys yeah yeah because because like the whole point was we're we're kind of reducing stuff and now yeah. we have two activities yeah, two I'm keys definitely with uh, you Dude. yeah i'd be fine if if it was just like uh deep keys and you know they work for both yeah. um and, and they seem to be harder to come by also i yeah. feel like to find keys were dropping left and right yeah before, I, yeah but. i definitely noticed that too and i'm sure that might be just a thing where maybe in a, like a week or two we'll get like more of those little bonus challenges and i bet that will be one of the things is like more keys drop from here or wherever you know but that's yeah that'd be my guess but yeah you're right i did not I think the only I think the only deep dive key I got was when I completed the dungeon. I just just dropped from the dungeon. Oh kinda, wow, which yeah, kinda, which was kind of weird because that's the only one I've seen. Which was yeah, yeah. Interesting, I've but. gotten one deep dive key and two salvage keys. Yeah, uh, but, yeah I've gotten but, more. I've gotten more salvage keys because there are also some of those in the season pass. <laughs> that's I think we're got it. Some yeah. Of them. So, uh, like you, I have not played like a ton, a ton, but I, I've played you know a little bit every day this week, so I, I feel good mm-hmm. about. Um, stuff. I like the um, that this is like, hey, exotic catch-up season, especially um, considering, you know, obviously focusing, exotic focusing, which we'll talk about, is worked at the beginning and wasted exotic ciphers. Bummed, uh, but, you oof. know, stuff yeah. stuff happens, right? Uh, I haven't tried yeah. since, because I haven't gotten an engram since, but um, 
I appreciate that that's there and there's a bunch of exotic quests that was a legendary yeah. shark farm that's gone already. <laughs> um, uh, of course, people are upset, but who cares yeah. what they think? Yeah. <laughs> um, but I like that, you know, there's a lot of stuff for, you know, the many new people or returning people that came in at Lightfall uh, to use this season as as they're like, okay, let me yeah. get some of those goodies, like some of the exotics that I want to mess around with. Uh, yeah, that, for that, sure. You know, have been in the game forever and, and yeah. you can get them now. Yeah. Um, and they, since we're not uh, leveling up our, our, we're not getting our, increasing our power level. Yeah. They've also gone the extra step and made like a bunch of the pinnacle rewards for certain activities. Just you get an exotic Ingram. So you can yep. just go get an exotic. So like literally it's like play three crucible matches a week and you get a, just an exotic weapon or exotic, uh, exotic Ingram that you can then go either just open it and Rahul or focus into something. So like that's that I, I do like that. Um, yeah, it definitely, it definitely does feel like it is just like you said, like it, it feels already feeling the vibe of like, this is like a catch up season overall until they probably maybe, maybe next season in August when we know now the, the season is the season wraps up in August uh, mm-hmm. We will have a, another showcase in August, which we'll talk more about where, how we learned about that. Um, and then, you know, either that season or maybe the season right before Final Shape will maybe be the like, hey, here's the new Power 2.0 or whatever, you know, whatever, whatever, they, sure. whatever, whatever, yeah. they're like, whatever it's going to be. Right. That's like find out what it actually will be called. But, you know, what they will. I'm, I'm, I really do imagine there will still be some kind of carrot uh treadmill chase to leveling up your character um in some way to get like some kind of power it'll just not be what we're used to where we're getting random armor drops or random weapon drops to like infuse to things to boost up my like if i were to just like throw out a complete random guess for that Mm -hmm. because i was thinking about it and just looking at like you know thinking back on like the last season of an guardian ranks and how guardian ranks work where it's like a lot of it is tied to like hey do this act do this activity for this rank and you're increasing ranks i think it'll be something like that where it'll be like hey doing doing like higher tier content will get you like a overall power bump of this for like completing a dungeon for maybe the first time or maybe like for the week or like doing a raid for the week or doing like certain activities um, certain higher tier activities will get you like extra power faster. But then if you're just doing like your weekly stuff, like running Vanguard strikes or crucible matches, you know, you'll get like a certain power for the week. And then that'll like, then, then like, you know, once you, you know, have done a certain amount of that stuff in a week, you will, you will get like some kind of bonus. Like basically like, you know, it will be that. I think that's how maybe it'll work if I were to just throw out something where it'll be more, active, sure. it'll be more activity, like just doing the activities instead of just complete random, um, you know, R R up to RNG drops. Um, cause that's just how I get, that's like that, 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 that just makes sense to me. Cause that then is ties into how they're thinking about guardian ranks where they want it to be always current with like the stuff that we're doing each season where it's like, you know, you're still getting the artifact and leveling up an artifact each season to get the, the things and like starting that, that over. But then you're also doing the new, like, you know, the new dungeon for the season and you want to do the new dungeon to like get up to these higher ranks and then like completing it or doing a master and then soloing it, like to get, you know, just like master these activities. 
And like, I feel like it would just tie into that, right? Of just doing like, oh, well, I'm already trying to get to up to this guardian rank. So I'm going to be doing the new dungeon because it's the new activity for the season. So like, let me just run the dungeon to get the rewards, but also it is getting me this power bump and then it'll make it easier to run each week when I'm, cause I'm powering up and, and, you know, reach, reaching the, 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 the associated power to whatever that is by, sure. by running it every week and, and stuff. Yeah, so, my only concern with something like that is like forcing people to do like five strikes a week in order to then run sure, master yeah. content, right? Like, yeah, that could be weird. Yeah, that, could, <laughs> um, that, that could that yeah, that could that could definitely not not be great if you. If, it's if, in that like the criticisms of Bungie is farming player playtime idea. Yeah, uh, for and, sure. And, and I know some people are more upset about that than others, certainly, but. Right. Uh, you know, it, it's not that much of a problem in the way the system is now because, you know, we came into this season 1810 and we're good. So, right. like, we're just chilling. Exactly. Um, it was nice, though, like being able to that day two on Wednesday to like go right to the law sector and just get it done. And yeah. I got got my helmet, the, the, the new the, warlock the, helmet, the long boy helmet, the long boy, the bonk, <laughs> the, the flattened faced helmet. <laughs> um, uh, first run. One legendary run, and I was in and out, done, good nice. to go, and okay. I got a pretty good roll, feeling good about it, and I really like that exotic. Uh, I'm not as like I didn't necessarily look into the the hunter and titan ones. Um, yeah, they're they're the, the the titan one seems really interesting. I think it's definitely more for PvP, um, mm-hmm. but I still think it could be a cool have its cool uses for um the, the for PVE. The warlock, the hunter one, I've heard are not really specific, but I, I'm surprised you were. I don't think because it is absolutely it's it's a glaive exotic like it's straight up it's oh. like like you when you hunt when you have this on your glaives are like doing better I think it makes like your projectile shots do more damage and some other Ooh, stuff like straight up cool. it is like hashtag glaive gang <laughs> exotic <laughs> but the I, I do like that but yeah the titan the titan one is it turns their um it turns their barricade into a into a like throwable like grenade essentially like they call it a grenade and like it literally mm. says like when you so basically what it does is like it, it's you basically you're when you go to use your barricade it just like charge it like it does a different animation where it pulls out like a grenade looking thing and like punches it and then and then it just becomes like your grenade option and then it literally says like in the corners is like bar barinade is what it says like, <laughs> as like the thing as you have it and you That's basically cool. then have a grenade uh, like your grenade for for the the duration of the your cooldown your barricade cooldown you basically just have a grenade you can throw and when you throw it it deploys your barricade and that procs all the different things barricades can do so if you have like a strand one and then you throw it it'll it'll like make the like you know it'll throw the barricade and it'll make a strand the strand thing still shoot out wherever you drop it and the same with the the like the the um the um the void one as well like if you just throw it somewhere it'll just you know come out and you whatever's nearby will get an void over shield um so it has a lot of uses i was always seeing pvp people like you know just like you know when i was scrolling most a lot of times i get destiny stuff a lot through tiktoks now where it's just like a little tiktok or something it's like this thing's this thing's nuts and just some person <laughs> pvp like showing the uses cases for it and why it's pretty crazy. It's like, oh, I can throw it, throw it down this lane, further down this lane, and then create like more space in this thing, and blah blah blah. And I'm just like, okay, that's yeah, cool. yeah, that's actually really cool. Yeah, it's a really interesting idea, um, and I see like the use case even like you know using on like a void subclass in PVE and just like you know hurling a void, void thing into like a, your 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 buddies in a, in a battle or something and just giving everybody void over shields 
and throwing a barricade down where you need it. Um, and you can do it, and it does it with both. Like, so if you have like the whatever barricade type you choose, it'll still be that barricade type. Um, so cool. you can have like the lower one or the higher one. Um, it's just, it's really just makes it like a throwable grenade when you, when you activate it. <laughs> That's sick. I wish I kind of had that for healing rifts. That would be right. A cool idea yeah. As well. Yeah. Just like hug your healing rift somewhere or an empire yeah. rift. Yeah. For sure. Um, as far as like the seasonal story, you know, we got the opening mission and then like a follow up mission that is converted into the deep dives. Um, yeah. You know, new new voice actor coming to the coming to the game. We got Zivu Arath is is yeah, voice. that that was pretty surprising, right? Just like this, he's like you're like minutes into this first mission and then just all caps, you know, di- you know, subtitles comes up and just Zivu Arath is just yelling at you and you're just like, wait, yeah. what? What the hell? Because <laughs> yeah, just comes I, out of nowhere and it was cool. I love I love that all <laughs> everything that she says is all caps always. Yeah, it's just, um, yeah. It's, yeah, it's Kimberly crazy. Brooks is the the voice actress, or Kimberly D Brooks sometimes credited as. Mm. Um, I recognize her as like Ashley from Mass Effect. Nice, um, cool. which is cool. Definitely like a, a very good performance. Very different yeah. for her, um, and and very good. Like a, yeah, very especially very, very like a bravado to it. That's like yeah. This is what you yeah. expect to hear from like a little bit from um, the war god, as, as it were. So, yeah. yeah and and there's more of her voice acting in like the dungeon um, mm-hmm. that we'll talk about. So I, it's really cool to, you know, sometimes you, we get those a late stage like Saint 14 when he kind of came into this story of like he's a lore character that now is a character. And, and sometimes it's like a little bit of a a divergence of like, okay, now that we're kind of establishing this character uh, in media, in like the actual space, uh, it maybe feels different than like how we've imagined them up until this point. Mm -hmm. I think Osiris is honestly the better example of this. I know a lot of people kind of were weird about Osiris when he was finally first introduced physically in the Curse of Osiris expansion. Um, right. which, you know, maybe there were other things going on. Yeah, that, yeah I, th- that- I think, yeah, I think Curse of Osiris was like, not necessarily Osiris, but like I know like Curse of Osiris as an expansion was just seen as pretty yeah. lackluster for sure. So, so it's cool that we're getting more of her character and, and a little bit of her perspective on things and it all mm. feels good, right? It all feels yeah. uh, really yeah. uh, kind of like authentic to what I would imagine her to be like. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, I have, I have to definitely go, but I definitely want to go back into the dungeon and get more of those memory things. Cause we, when I did it, we just, we did it completely blind uh, for me, for our group. Um, so mm-hmm. we, we only end up finding a single one of those memories. Um, so I'm sure there's a lot of cool stuff. Cause obviously we, we both know where the dungeon goes at the end and the yeah. implications of it all. And it's like, I'm sure there's a lot of really interesting stuff in those memory things regarding that. So I'm stoked to like see a lot of that stuff. Um, but yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah, it was just cool to have that. Yeah. The opening story mission, just be like her, her just yelling, chanting, screaming at you, <laughs> screaming at you and just summoning force and being back on Titan. is cool. Mm-hmm. Like again, I talked about it a bunch already but like titan was always my one of my favorite locations in destiny 2 vanilla that was sunset and now it's like back and like it's like like still pretty same like it's not like you know what we were expecting a lot of people were expecting where i think they wanted not as maybe not as they wanted but it was kind of we're guessing at it being like the whole the destination is back as it was but now you're doing like new things in it now it is like you know it is pretty much that that main six player activity and the dungeon also takes place there and the deep dives were now, but now it's like, you know, 
slightly modified versions of those areas. Like I think there is one particular era area that was from the Savathun song strike. It's now just one of those big arenas you're fighting in rather than um, like an area you're able to fully explore, uh, which that, yeah. that's fine. Like I think that that works well enough. Cause that activity activity end of the day was like fine to me. It's one of those, you know, it's to pretty by the books, I would say six player activity, um, not necessarily bad, but it's, you know, it's definitely did feel like, okay, yep. Destiny, we're, you know, we're done. We're, we're grabbing these things and dunking them in this thing, or we're shooting a lot of dudes or we're defending a thing. And, you know, you're moving from, There's from not space enough dudes to space. To kill. Yeah. Definitely. Like, Oh, Oh, <laughs> once you know, like where the, where the enemies specifically come from, you can just kind of, you know, everyone just kind of sits in those, those areas and kills things and you can just kind of wander around and do whatever. I appreciate that there are two maps to salvage. Yeah. Um, yeah. which I didn't realize until like a couple of days into the season where yeah. I like loaded into the other one. I was like, Oh, that's yeah. Nice. So it's, yeah, it's like a different, yeah. A little bit of a different area for sure. Um, uh, cool. yeah, I, I think overall, uh, pretty good first impression. The, the thing I, I will say that I, I am the most critical of, uh, is going to be that, uh, new aspect quest that, that we had hyped up pretty, pretty yeah. high, you know, yeah, um, and I, I think it's fine. Like moment, the setup of it is, is kind of just busy work. Um, the dialogue is interesting. We get to the, the mission and then it's like, okay, well, this is going to be another week to week thing yeah. where it kind of felt like it was going to be everything all up front or, yeah, or maybe it, like, yeah, it would have been nice to have a, a little bit more there at the top, but it definitely was just like, I definitely had that moment. Not like when you just play through and just like that was it yeah but then but then i think they did elaborate like oh yeah it is like a weekly it will be like a weekly thing so i don't know if it's going to be like multiple missions like you know almost like a seasonal story thing or is it going to be like we're just kind of going back to that same spot and we're just going to fight something again and then you know get a little bit more dialogue from there or like guess we'll see what it is you know you know if you know what what it ends up being but like if it does end up being like basically we have to seasonal stories going at the same time that'd be kind of that'd be kind of cool um definitely but we'll we'll just have to we'll just have to you know we'll still wait and see again it's only only week one so we haven't really seen where everything's going you know yeah it seems like you know but overall I, overall yeah positive first impression at least from the story stuff for sure yeah yeah i'm interested in in the founding of neomuna i appreciate them like talking through the revelations that we get throughout the 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 raid and stuff and it's like kind of firmly establishing canon and and stuff as opposed to just like delegating it to background dialogue or lore book or something i i want them to continue to you know establish things through spoken dialogue uh with osiris and nimbus and, and whatever uh and then being like yeah it seems like savathun took the the veil from Nezarek and brought it here and mm-hmm. then led people here. It's like, okay, these were the, the assumptions that we had made, but now, now it's kind of firmly, firm, firmly, firmly planted. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So I, I, you know, bummed because they gave us the impression that it was going to be kind of everything and it is going to be a little bit more of a slow drip, but you know, I appreciate just getting the aspect was nice and easy and we got it. Yeah. And, um, and I would say, and I would say as somebody who plays on multiple characters, you just have, you, once you do it that one time, you can then just like go to the, the strand place and get the aspect from the other characters right away. You know, yeah. run through the whole thing again, which was nice. Um, yeah. But yeah. Um, how do you, how do you feel? I'm assuming you've, have you messed around with that warlock one at all? A little bit. I actually, actually I played a little bit with it and I actually do like it. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to stick with it because 
like the one the one the ones I'm going with are like the ones that like modify your grenade and now that yeah. that new one. Just because it is kind of nice to just have like a t- like a quick like it's almost like a quick panic tangle of just like oh shit and just throw in a group of dudes and you can just you know string them all up. Like that was definitely pretty helpful. I used it actually in the when I ran to the dungeon. I was on my strand warlock and it was actually pretty useful in some of those scenarios where there's just a crap ton of ads and you need to kind of you know have that moment to like focus on something and you, know, you can just kind of you know lock them all up it was nice totally and especially if you're like leaning hard into threadlings threadlings gaining the ability to unravel or sever i think it's unravel uh targets means like any target you're you're uh hitting with a tangle at any point could be a tangle so like that tangle cooldown it's like you know right as soon as it's over you're you got another one up and i i like that i like that you know i'm spreading my little babies Mm -hmm. (laughs) my minions (laughs) everywhere uh I, I'm not huge on like I like shooting and shooting and destroying the tangles more than I like grabbing and throwing them because you know grabbing it is gonna like if you have killing tally or, or anything like that it's gonna like uh, void out those perks active mm-hmm. um, which is always a bummer but you know w- as long as you keep that in mind I, I appreciate the access to suspension outside of the the grenade and yeah. uh, the like weaver's trance and stuff so. Yeah, I, I like it. I'm. I mentioned. I think it was last week. How I'm, I'm not huge on rift-based uh, aspects. Yeah. Uh, my rift is more of like my safety net, um, and and stuff like that. But yeah, I also want to give a shout out to the new and updated uh, mods. Um, I've used hmm. all of them. I, I I brought this up in our like Destiny group um, that we we talk stuff with, uh, like the Lucent Blade mod i believe has been updated so that it charges glaive shields faster um oh. when you have it equipped i don't remember that being part of the text last season yeah i don't um, think yeah i think it was yeah so that seems like a new thing and that's really really cool so it, it has an effect on sword charge time and your glaive shield charge basically any projectile will give you more shield energy than before um for things like vex caliber that has like a big pool of shield energy but it drains quickly uh, okay. That's super useful, uh, and we got a new archetype of glaive from the dungeon that has more shield energy, uh, the rapid fire glaive. Damn, uh, which cool. I, I, was curious, RNG, I was curious what what the what made it rapid fire. It shoots faster for sure. Right, <laughs> um, nice, and it has bigger. It's a six mag default instead of uh, five or four. Okay, um, and yeah, it, it it shoots faster, and it seems like the shield energy drains. It's got more of a pool of energy there, um, which makes sense because like the the high impact glaive like Kelgrath, um, it shield energy drains much faster because it hits a lot harder. Right. Um, so it's it's cool to start seeing those delineations with glaive archetypes. Not as maybe much of a difference. Like I was hoping maybe the melee attack would be faster or something like that. Sure. Um, but also that opens a dangerous can of worms. So I get it. Um, but yeah, that, and, um, I built this new solar build with, um, uh, Phoenix dive built around the whole, um, when you use your class ability, you suck in orbs. Um, and it's a very fun idea of like, you know, getting up in the air, using heat rises and doing that whole loop of like diving down and scorching stuff. But now, I'm shooting rockets, getting multi kills, dropping orbs everywhere. I I phoenix dive into a pool of orbs, and I'm healing myself from the phoenix dive, sucking in all the orbs, and potentially getting grenade energy, healing myself, whatever from all that. Nice. 
and then scorching enemies, which recharges your class ability faster than getting back up in the air. It, it they've at least with that, you know, I'm sure Hunter Dodge is is very fun. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah I, have to, I have to try it because I I really have not tried out the two the two mods because I noticed the one one in particular. Um, the, the one where it's like grab a charge and you get charge is on the like slot. And I, as soon as I saw that, I was like, well, yeah. well, I'm always going to want to use surge mods over this. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. need this. I don't need, there's so many orbs around. I don't need to use this over, um, like having an elemental thing. So that, that was kind of a bummer, but I, I have not tried the orb one still does sound really good um in certain scenarios i do i do want to try that one that's on the class item so okay it's in a good spot to yeah that uh, is that is much better yeah take advantage of it and i found just using one stack i was worried that it would be a pretty like if it was if you're using rift it would just be like the rift circle but it it does like a blast of light outward that will grab orbs doesn't like the orbs don't like fly into you you just get them yeah just Uh, just disappear immediately proxy um but it's it's a really cool idea for a mod, and and it's really fun to pair with something like Phoenix Dive. Um, I, I'm curious again. I think Hunter is going to have the most fun with taking advantage of yeah. like dodging back and forth and for sure. grabbing groups I of orbs. I definitely plan to finally make a, like a star. That's definitely like a big thing in my this season in general. Is I'm probably going to make a lot more like more builds to, to save up just to like do that since I have the time and not have to worry about like leveling up. So I definitely want to do like this of like a star eater scales like build finally and just have like a have it be like because I usually the build the builds I tend to make are like specific for like so I have my void hunter build and my strand hunter and like all the different classes but I would make more like more like overall like I could use this on any any class kind of builds and that's why I was going to probably do star eater so I could use it on like you know I could use this on arc or solar or this you know depending on you know just kind of have that that kind of more quick quick swapping around if I want it um yeah but I do want to try that too I also because I also saw that like um with with uh, a lot of the super buffs which I've not tried too many too many out but i did see that it looks like dawn course and the uh blades is looking pretty strong again so that's uh, exciting, okay it's exciting to see i um, have I, i've been like slowly trying out the retouched exotics i've only been able to do a couple yeah um, I so, but i have too much either yeah i have them all on my character so I, i'm excited to try them the only mm-hmm. only one i've unfortunately disappointingly been able to try is prometheum spur really want that exotic to, to work but just right now the loop of like drop your rift and then have to kill enemies to recharge it really quickly so that way you can get a kill to drop the healing empowering rift just like getting that to happen is not as easy as i I feel like it should be um especially when you compare it to pre-nerf like starfire where like one grenade kill gets you your empowering rift like immediately or not even grenade kill just damage right uh you know I don't know how that is now. I haven't tried it yet. Um, yeah. but I, I sure still, it's... I still saw some videos of people use still using it like re- relatively effectively for like damage, but like it definitely, I don't think it is. It's more a neutral game as, versus yeah, DPS as now. Uh, potent as it was for sure. And yeah. Of course, you know, they did the, the ultimate bungee bungee trick of, you know, putting out a amazing looking ornament as soon as they nerf nerf it yep. with uh, the, the meta. Cause they've done it with, they've done it with a couple of things. I the most, the other notable one I re- I remember though is, is a, they did it with anarchy. Like right when they nerfed anarchy, they finally yeah. put out like an ornament for it. They put a, well, I think they honestly, I think they ended up putting out two, like in the same season. Cause it was like, they put out a new one for the season. And then I think like a, there was like a dawning or whatever. They put out like another ornament for it. So there's like two ornaments for it 
in the season, it basically got nerfed. <laughs> so yeah. I remember that. Um, and Heart of Inmost Light, I remember. I think yes, it was like yeah, you're right. Yeah, that that the too. season before it got nerfed, but then it got nerfed right after it got a nice yeah. ornament. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I. I do really like that ornament and yeah. I will probably be getting it. So yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's an amazing ornament um, for sure. And I would say in general, you know, um, uh, I would say a, a little bit of a criticism I have of the season. And this, this is something that has come up in general with destiny and the, the whole discourse around reissue and reusing weapons and things like that. Um, I, I was, I, it didn't bother me as much with uh, Lightfall and the mm-hmm. season of defiance, even though there definitely was some of that, but this this but this particular season I definitely was a little disappointed just with how much that is happening this season. Um mm. and then you compare that with like there's like the the Eververse store is like an absolute banger of an Eververse store this season. Like there's like even when you know there's obviously the the, the PlayStation crossover stuff which they um teased right before out, but now they're out and there's outfits for each uh thing. So there's like Kratos for the Titans there's uh, the Ghost of Shima kind of samurai-looking ar- armor for warlocks, and then the uh, Horizon armor for hunters. All looks incredible. Um, there's cool finishers for that. There's a freaking Ratchet and Clank emote, which I bought almost immediately just because it's dumb and silly. So you just yeah. do like the, like the the getting a gold bolt like victory animation as Clank, and it's 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 fun. Um, there's you know there's there's Last of Us like. Um, like inspired stuff, ghost shells, ghost shell and, ship. and ships, and apparently I saw like if you take the ghost shell out, it makes clicker noises. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like a lot of really like impressive stuff. Like they did finishers that are all themed around the characters. This is like a finisher where you straight up pull out Kratos blades and do a big slam and stuff. It's like it's all really cool, but it's also very pretty expensive. Very expensive. Pretty expensive um, for as nice as it all looks. There's tons of cool ornaments. As well, like you said, there's an ornament for um, Starfire Protocol. There's a uh, there's cool like the, there's like there's cool like when they when you um, it's like a legendary where you like match it with an ornament for an exotic. Yeah. So there's a Titan one that matches with that Taken looking Heart of Inmost Light ornament that, that are like big gauntlets that like have that same Taken look that match with that, um, and they like do different glows and stuff when you like pair them together, and it's cool. Um, but, um, yeah, it's all, there's a freaking, uh, one thing that stood to me that was like dumb and slow that I really liked. And granted, some of these will be for bright dust. Um, and at the end of the day, all of it's like optional stuff. It's all cosmetic stuff, but it's just kind of like, it's just kind of, uh, puts a little bit more of a glaring note when I go to like try and focus new weapons for the season. And it's like, oh, here's this taken, these taken guns look cool, but they're also just like reskinned of these gambit guns that were in the game from a couple years ago. And also you can just go get those gambit guns as well. And those, those are like the two main sets of guns for the season. The, the, the dungeon weapons are kind of also reskins a little bit as well. Like a couple of them are new. I think there's like one or two new ones, but then like the, the SMG, and I think the grenade, the grenade launcher you can get from those are just like the same models they've had for other weapons. Um, then there's obviously the reprised Last Wish guns, which those, that's awesome, and they all look really great and they're craftable. I definitely go get them, but it's like there's that's those are the weapons to chase for the season, and they're all pretty much just old weapons with mm-hmm. with those perks. And you know, we've now had two seasons in a row. Um, and an expansion with this and it's just kind of like okay let's uh what's uh 
going on because we went from like went from like season after season of having like new original guns that looked really nice and they also yeah. had like cool stuff but now we're now we're clear clearly like you know you know i think it, it falls in line with the you know the kind of discussion with lightfall of like clearly there was some kind of shift that happened internally in bungie to like now now with we're, we're getting this like post lightfall kind of campaign mission that's explaining more of the story from that expansion and we're getting we got a hand cannon from that which we didn't mention like there's a hand cannon you get from that looks really cool and was in the promotional key art for lightfall originally that so clearly was supposed to be involved with the original release but then kind of got shifted around there's you know all kinds of you know uh and then we kind of got the the reissued weapons for Lightfall again. So it's like clearly like a bunch of stuff happened. And now at the end of the day, it's it is what it is. And I'll you know it's it's you know I'll still grind out some of these weapons and get what's thing. But it's just like kind of noticeable more than ever with this season for me. Um, yeah. Just seeing like that kind of stuff and seeing the banger Eververse that is like all full of like some of the most expensive stuff they put in the Eververse um, on top of a whole you know increasing prices of the season or whatever. And adding yeah. extra extra purchases of silver that are like here's the hundred dollar best value silver purchase you can now get that they didn't have before. So it's just I like I did you not know, see that. Yeah. So you know, it, you know, I get it. You know, they are. It is a at the end of the day, video games is a business, baby. They got to make their money. They are you know they, they revealed a brand new video game that Bungie's finally developing, which we'll talk about a little bit um, in, a, in a minute here. But you know, so I get it. That like ultimately, right now, Destiny is single-handedly funding like its development and a other video game development um so i know they, they got to make their money and figure out how to pay their devs so i get it but it's you know as ultimately as a player of the video game it is just a little disappointing to see um yeah so. I, I definitely felt that as well looking at the guns some of them seem cool like there's a rapid fire uh, strand pulse rifle I'm, I'm pretty excited about mm-hmm. um that can get like head seeker and like hatchling and stuff and yeah um, there, there's like, I know people are excited that spare rations is back. Yep. Um, I don't care, but I got a drop. I actually did already get a random drop of that and I was like, Oh, cool. And then delete it. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> um, and it, it, they're doing that thing where like all the taken weapons, which are like the seasonal weapons with the seasonal thing are, are the craftable ones. And then all the reissued gambit reckoning ones, uh, they're reckoning yeah. weapons, I guess, yeah. uh, did not play reckoning really. Um, yep. Those are not craftable, but there's a lot of them. Um, yeah, yeah, I, and they're I, all it's, like it's weird. You know, sometimes they're different archetypes and stuff. Like the yeah. taken version of spare rations is like a 120. Yeah, it's, um, it's void. So like they're technically different weapons, but they're still like the same models, but just with yeah. like like some cool taken effects on it. It would have it would have softened the blow for me a little bit if they also made that taken effect like a thing we could apply to armor again because I know that was a thing in Destiny yeah. One. I didn't really play Destiny One, but I knew that was like a thing you could get in that original game was like making your guardian look like a taken or whatever. But yeah, uh, I think not- there was like the hard mode reward for King's Fall. I think was like yeah. how you could get that or Crota's End, one of those two. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, like my feeling when I looked at the weapons, like I'm always like. In past seasons, I, I was like really stoked. Like season of the risen has like some really banger weapons I still use. Yeah. Um, and season of the haunted obviously had stuff like hollow denial, which has like weirdly become one of my most used guns <laughs> yeah, recently. Surprisingly, yeah. Um, and and Mita uh, mini tool and st- or callus mini tool. 
Um, but yeah, and and like even going back to stuff like Splicer has like some of my favorite guns as well. Yep. Um, that was pre-origin perks and stuff. Looking at the seasonal weapons, I didn't like get that excitement that yes. I usually um, do I'm, I'm, when I look at new weapons. I'm, I'm right there with you. Like I definitely have not looked, sat down and looked at every single gun and looked at every single like perk pool. To be fair, me but, either. But at this, but at the same time, like yes, like you see just them like laid out to you, and you're just like, okay, they have like the taken effect. And like they're like that's kind of that's kind of cool, but it's like here's I don't know here's like a hand cannon and some whatever. But then you just get like the same exact set of weapons, which are themed after the original ones. So like most of them are probably going to be a little bit better in terms of because like, you know they they have those original classic perk rolls and they would go for it. That's probably why they didn't make them craftable. Like it's <clears throat> I, they're still figuring out that balance, and I don't know. I I personally do not like the the approach to them moving slowly away from craftable getting making more weapons craft available to be crafted like i still think they're i i get that they don't you know i think they're trying to to, to combat the you know problems with classic destiny 2 where there was like these god god weapons that p- people could get and they were they were the most effective weapons in the game and like you know defined the meta and were you know you'd have months of like being like oh you know they're just using the shotgun and whatever or you know mountaintop recluse whatever whatever you know and i think they're still like you know trying to fight that philosophy of having like these super standout weapons but i think in, in doing that that combat um and making things craftable they've kind of made the weapons feel a little bit more lukewarm. Yeah. In my opinion, that's just how I've felt so far this year about, you know, even back in defiance and with Lightfall, like those weapons you could get from there were like, some of them look cool. Um, even, even though they are kind of reissued skin, reskinned weapons, but like none of them like, were like, Whoa, like we, you know, we had that idea of like, well, here's a grenade launcher with volt shot. And then you used, you're just like, eh, okay, this actually was, it was as yeah, it's like crazy as I, as I thought it was. I, you know, I used, I used the stasis bow a little bit just cause you know, it was, it was, you know, overload bows and it was nice to have a primary bow, but like realistically, you know, it, I would have just, I just ended up using wish Ender more than that thing anyway. Mm. Um, so I'm getting the feeling of that as well. Like I might end up really liking that strand pulse because I like pulse rifles, um, but you know it's it's still to have to see and get those kind of things um, uh, unlocked to to truly see. But it, you know, I, it's it, it's it's a give and take, like you said. Like I, they're experimenting, I can tell. Uh, yeah, and and like you sure. said, I think they are trying to like not make as many power creepy weapons. Yeah. Um, but like the last time I was like really excited about a set of guns was King's Fall. Right. Um, and and I, I will say the uh, Ron weapons, the Rooted Nightmares guns. Yeah, are, the Ron, are there, very there's, great. there's definitely some great Ron weapons. Of course, Rufus. It's fantastic yeah, Rufus. weapon. Some some of the some of these dungeon weapons, even though I did say they are. Um, excuse me are uh like kind of reskinned a little bit um they do seem like they're they have some pretty strong roles like i did not see like i i got a couple drops of the the smg and it did not have great roles but then i did see people saying it, it can get demo and incandescent and that does yeah sound that's, pretty i good. got that role that does <laughs> sound pretty good it sounds pretty yeah, good because i cause the ones i got were all like this is just seems like some pvp ass roles and i'm good i just <laughs> hucked those into the trash but <clears throat> yeah i got like um there's one there's like a new perk that is like when you get kills with other weapons it like activates something on this weapon that when you get kills with this weapon it refills right. the mag on kill okay um i yeah. i forget what it's called 
Um, and I got that plus target lock, which sounds cool. Nice. Um, on the SMG, and then I got demo incandescent. And I'm like, ooh, yeah, ooh, my he- my Healy Warlock build yeah, is gonna get that sounds, really fun. That sounds really strong on that for sure. Um, I heard like the rocket seems like it can be pretty. It's pretty strong because it can get. It's it also like the the updated version of the Last Wish uh, can get bait and switch and some other yes. perks on it. So that sounds that sounds pretty decent. Ren, who is who I ran, our, our friend that we did the campaign with, uh, I ran the dungeon. He got the rocket with bait and switch, which is nice. Yeah, which is very cool. That's that seems uh, like it'll be pretty good for sure. And I think it can get similar perks where it puts like a whole bunch of rocket extra rockets in the mag. Yeah. That, that seems like those two those two rocket launchers will definitely probably end up being very good. The one from the raid, um, the update last wish one, and that apex predator that, yeah. that uh, dungeon one will probably be pretty good. But then like you know everything else just kind of seems like. Meh. Yeah, it's, I'm excited to get Last Wish guns crafted. Yeah. Um, I, I think also, like, generally, like, every season going into Lightfall, I had gotten all the crafted weapons except for uh, the Epicurean from Duality, which, you know, I, I may never get those last two red boards. We'll see. <laughs> um, it just feels impossible. Uh, and then post Lightfall, you know, like, because partly those Lightfall, uh, like, Neo Muna guns are just so, so hard to get. And they, like, nerfed the yeah. exotic patrols. Um, don't, like, drop them as much, apparently. Yeah. I haven't, like, tried that. Apparently, public events are what they want you to do to get more red borders of those, um, which no, seems thanks. like a bummer. Um, I like have, I don't have any of those crafted, um, except yeah. for the pulse rifle, which is an, an aggressive that I don't really yeah. love. I think I only ended up getting a lucky with a few of them because I play multiple characters. And when you played replayed like story stuff on multiple characters, it gave you multiple red borders. So I think yeah. I got a couple of them, but the only one I wanted would have been the, 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 the arc. Uh, pulse rifle and i haven't gotten that because it's, yeah the one i want is the a, arc fusion rifle because it's a pain because <laughs> it's a pain in the ass to to get those yeah to drop so it's like i don't i like i would like to have that craftable crafted but like since it's a pain in the ass like i won't bother and i'll just use the other stuff um and that's the, and I, yeah, it's always that weird thing of just like they have not found that sweet spot they've struggled to find the sweet spot of of like finding the right places to like so to make those craftable weapons feel worthwhile again, because like I, I agree yeah. with you, like they have not felt cr- the crafted guns so far from these past few seasons have not felt as good and as worthwhile as some of the ones previously. Like even even from like season the Seraph, there was like a bunch of cool yeah. crafted weapons to go after, um, and they have not <laughs> been really felt like they've been necessary. Um, so you know, far. we we could go on and gone like you know i love excalibur when you get the email from the bungee about like your most used exotics from season of defiance excalibur was on my list nice. uh, which speaks to how much i love that i do not have a catalyst for it not yeah. any of the yeah. three neither do and i, I yep. it bothers me so much but like i also don't really want to go do that legendary mission still and yep. to your what we've been talking about for weeks and weeks of like just let me get all three in one run like yes, just let me on. do it once like and, that's such a stupid I, I don't uh, understand why they why they why they made that decision especially when it's like you had that exotic mission right before that revision zero and you can literally do that with revision zero so like which, which I did some yeah I did with like a friend thing. like they they hadn't done the legendary version and they gotten revision zero and I was like hey in this one run we're gonna be able to get you all four catalysts and we got her yeah. all four catalysts and I was like great cool great. this is Thanks. yep awesome um and how it should be in revision zero is great so like yep. shout out to that like 
a good example of that. It seems like there could be another exotic mission this season because uh, okay, there's like cool. there's a hidden exotic in the the exotics menu. Oh, interesting. Um, okay, I didn't know. That. Uh, it's in in the kinetic slot. I thought it was going to be the dungeon one, but then the dungeon Dungeons. one showed up in there. Yeah, um, as well. Just so it's else. like there's something unknown in there, which is cool. I'm excited, but I yeah. just hope you know we even. It's just we're in a weird growing pain spot. Yeah. I don't want to be sound like too negative because yeah. I am generally having fun and it's chill, right? Like yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, I don't yeah, feel the need to rush. Thing. Yeah, anything that's like uh, that's like yeah like the, this is like the one criticism i would ultimately throw at it, at it. and that's like yeah. it's not necessarily like a thing of like you said it's not really a thing of like this season it's been kind of uh, like overarching for this like a little bit little while since yeah. pr- probably since lightfall really um yeah so you know that would say that would, that would be my pain point right now but like other than that like yeah um story stuff story stuff cool in the season so far awesome I love it. Yeah. I love going back to Titan, like you said. I love the aesthetic, especially the dungeon is incredible. Yes, and the, and the guns say, there definitely talk about the dungeon now because it is. Yeah, I would say it's easily top three, if not like the best dungeon they've done. It's yeah. it's great visually. It's it's amazing. You know, again, they they like went all out with like the the you are you you know season the deep you go deep down like and that's like, like yeah you know you, you do kind of the the opening sequence which is like immediately what you'd you know the thing they always teased about titan in that one story mission where it's like oh here's like this weird like arcology or like you know clearly like nature zone that's like being preserved here it's a big forest you just, you just you know, <laughs> the opening of the, the dungeon is in that in that area finally and you just get to go roam around and it's like a pretty big area surprisingly kind of big area from that for that first part and yeah it's, like it, a, it's, it, like, it's a cool cool little section that you like start off in um, yeah it's like an open encounter kind of reminds me of the first encounter of pit of heresy the other hive dungeon which is cool right yeah. in that it's just like this that's like more vertical right but this is yeah. more just like horizontal big space that you can use your sparrow in and that's yep. cool uh, and I, I like just being able to go around and explore that. And there's like secrets to find. Like yep. I found a terminal there that I could activate and I have no idea what it does. I assume yeah. it could be related to yeah, the exotic catalyst. Well, so like the, the actually that's 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 different then because there is the, the catalyst thing is re- is related to other extra um, hive uh, like statues that are in the area. Because oh, there's ones cool. that there's ones that are like tied to the actual mission or, yeah. the, or like the, the objective rather for that encounter. But there are other one of those like around the arena that you can go find. And those are related to like that's like the start, like the start of the catalyst that you like catalyst thing. And the cool thing about it um, on top of that is um, if you're if you're doing that part of it with other people who um, do not or not don't have the exotic, it increases their chances to get the exotic. Like it straight up says, like I just watched actually a video before we did this from from fallout so shout out to fallout for pointing this out but like when you when you do that part in there and if like somebody has like somebody's doing the has has the 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 new exotic and is like doing that catalyst quest and you start it it'll straight up just say like you're you're it'll pop up in that little feed it says like you're you have increased chance to get this exotic and i'm, I'm assuming it's just wow. i'm assuming it's just for like it's unlike unlike the like the triumphs it is probably just per that encounter per, per, per that run but that's still mm-hmm. really cool like like it's just yeah. pops up a thing that just says this increases your chances for like helping other people get that thing because that's that's i'm sure that's like a thing right like for i remember many times we would have to like we would wait for everybody else to get it like oh right, know people get this exotic let's all do it together now yeah. it's more sense like even if you don't necessarily have it you can increase your chance to get the exotic itself 
just by running it with other, with by running and helping people do it. So that's, that's awesome. Really, really cool idea. Really cool way to do that. Uh, for and, sure. And like when you select the dungeon, it's in the helm, right? Um, yeah. It'll it'll tell you what your buff rate of getting the exotic yeah, uh, is, r- really which cool. is cool. Yeah, very yeah. cool. And the exotic is like really cool <laughs> yeah yeah I've, I've i've i watched somebody use it as a strand trace rifle as i'm hell yeah that they did a they did a strand trace rifle uh, i'm sure they'll make a legendary one someday but it's see it seems really cool because it's straight up like you shoot your 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 your, your, your you can shoot your allies and give them woven mail <laughs> and it gives really you rad. woven mail and it gives you <laughs> woven mail as well and the cat and then the catalyst makes it so you can make uh grapple points so you can like yeah. it, it just like it just like has like an alt fire and you just shoot it and just shoots out of like you know, it looks like a grenade and it just goes plunk and just pff, makes it makes a grapple point in the air it's super cool so cool and and you can use that woven mail on other classes right if you're running yep. solar warlock you can get woven mail and play like a super healy support like yeah. which is exactly what i'm planning to do uh, and that's so cool. I think you can yes. only make the grapple points if you're on your strand subclass. Mm-hmm. Um, but and that obviously requires the catalyst. But man, like what a cool idea, yeah. uh, especially with Very the neat. the artifact mods this season. That's like when you get woven mail, you're unravel. You get unraveling rounds and yep. you can get it. So unraveling rounds do more damage or unraveling does more damage. Yep. So there's there's definitely like a really cool loop synergy um, in this season for sure. Yeah, really I neat. love that. Yeah. Yeah, really cool. I, I definitely want that. I want that exotic, and then also the armor. The armor is holy crap. Armors. They, they made the Lucent Hive themed armor, which everybody thought like, oh yeah, the, the oh yeah, the the Witch Queen raids got to have this kind of armor, right? Because that makes like sense. Like that's gonna have that armor, but they mm-hmm. didn't, didn't do it. And the like the, the the armor the, the armor from the pyramid ship from the from that uh, raid is still really cool. But yeah, you know, ever definitely been that definitely something I wanted was like Lucent Hive themed armor and they finally did it for this dungeon it's super great it's a loose and hive dungeon right it's cool to have yes yes hive guardians and stuff back. I, need, I, need, I need to know your 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 team's reaction to see to taking out a boss and seeing the hive ghost appear did you did you like have that moment where it's like did you realize that that was going to happen or we are you just I, like that first boss where it's a fun fact because i just watched that bite video about the dungeon that dude, that like Ekthar, I think is his name, mm-hmm. the first boss. That's the fucking guy Oryx is talking to in the Taken King cutscene oh, wow. from way back when, where Oryx is like, or, or like he comes up, he's like, Lord Oryx is like talking some dumb shit. <laughs> That's the dude. Interesting. Wow. <laughs> he's uh. that dude. He was known as the Sword of Oryx, and in this dungeon, he is the shield of oh, Sabathun. And wow. the shield is his Titan shield That's as a right. resurrected guardian. Wow. Uh, like, really great detail there. Yeah. Love that's, that. that's pretty wild. Yeah. Um, definitely like <laughs> shout out to this. Yeah. Dungeon it, first. It, it, yeah that's, so many things. But yeah, like that moment when cool you stuff. go in the water, like right before that encounter. And then he's it's, underwater uh, oh, yep. <laughs> in his super, like coming <laughs> yep. after your ass. Yep, we just, all freaked out. Yep definitely happened with this too or like somebody was a little bit of a little bit ahead but he but we just see something goes one and just goes oh uh somebody <laughs> something's here with me uh this is bad and we and we caught up and we're just like oh yeah this 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 fucking guy holy shit but yeah um yeah there's yeah the, but yeah he 
he hit me with suppressors enough for me to know that I needed to kill his ghost. <laughs> I'll say that much. We definitely, yeah, with, with our with our group, we definitely like it, it. Did not immediately click with us. Like we obviously knew that we were fighting Hive and like killing the ghost in the other part, but like we just did not think the the, the full on boss would do it. I guess it just it. I think it was like this not something we were not thinking about because we were focused on like we did it completely blind, so we were like figuring out mechanics and things. So I, we definitely had that moment of just like we took out the boss and we were just sitting there going like, yeah, let's go, we did. It. Let's get it, and I just and then all of a sudden I just go ghost because <laughs> I, I just because I just saw it because I was just like we were just like running around like waiting for the chest awesome. to spawn in, and I just see it. I just yelled it while we were like celebrating. And I just quickly like this, and then we just all realized like, oh okay, that bite would have been really bad. Oh shit, let's. Uh, I wonder if he comes back with full health. That'd be so. It, awesome. It's not. It's not full health, but it's like it's like it's like a chunk. So you essentially would probably have to do like a full another full damage uh, phase, damage yeah. full another phase basically. Um, and, th- and then the final boss has that too, um, yeah. cause she has a ghost as well as a big, uh, like hive, witch. um, <clears throat> but yeah, tons of incredible vistas. Cause you, like you so said, you go down these like big t- tunnels, like into this, this deep, deep, deep into the sea. It's go like very the, deep. We haven't talked too much about, you know, there's underwater segments now or under methane, I guess, technically. Sure. Um, yeah. And I love that stuff. You know, obviously you're popping bubbles. There's no combat underwater or anything, mm-hmm. except for when this big scary titan is chasing you underwater, which is very fun. Um, yeah. and, and Ren and I were freaking out. We we Ren and I were blind when we ran it, and we were running it with Nicole, and, and she had done it already, but but she wasn't mm-hmm. like telling us anything before. So we were figuring that on the go. Nice. I will say, very proud of myself. Of the twelve collectibles, I found nine of them. Dang, uh, nice. Which which you know was very fun, and and some of them are very well hidden. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the uh, getting to that final room, the all of the I love loose and hive architecture. I still like the whole. Savathun's castle on her throne world is like one of my favorite locations in the yeah, whole game. Really cool. Uh, so a whole dungeon of that basically, yeah, plus like mixed the in cool, with, with the, the Titan arch- architecture. Yeah, it's really really cool. The Titan architecture is like so Metroid Prime. It's yeah. ridiculous, and and partly because it's underwater stuff, and that's like a big part of Metroid Prime, especially Metroid Prime Two. I kept thinking of like there's this whole underwater research lab in Metroid Prime Two that this very much evokes, and I was right. just so into it. I was. <laughs> and then you get to the seafloor and, and there's like coral and all this like hive stuff and like weird fishy things that are like popping and bubbling. And yep. uh, you see Asa, uh, yeah. the Leviathan at one point. It's huge oh, and so I scary. Actually, I actually missed that. I didn't. Say, oh, I just, yeah. I, I, I mean, I was the thing I was going to call it was just like the, that moment when you when you're like you're further down and you, you realize you're going into like a big like dreadnought hive ship. that's like yeah. sunken into the sea. You just see this big ass light. It's just yeah. like in there and you're just like, oh, sh- oh, shit, we're going it's, to this. It's like a know. moment a little bit before that, I think. Okay. Um, you see her like it. in the darkness. Um, uh, okay, interesting. Very cool. Uh, and also, yeah, Ren and I being like huge lore nerds, like we see the Dreadnought ship that's like crashed into the, the ocean. And Ren's like, you know, Titan is a moon of Saturn. Yeah, and- yeah, yep. <laughs> yep, and we started like putting the pieces together. It's like, well, there's a lot of loose and hive here, and we're getting Zemo Wrath memories. Like, what is it? And then, of course, you get to the final room, and it orcs corpse is just, just there. there. Yeah, you're just, you're literally <laughs> literally the for the final encounter is you just running around on, on orcs' corpse, 
fucking yeah. like fighting Lucenhive and this witch that is, I guess, trying to resurrect him in some way or like forcing with a ghost resurrect yeah. him. Yeah, because like that's like this is the scene you walk in on is like when you first enter that arena, is her doing this like weird conjuring. It's just a ghost in Orcs's like rib cage, and you're just like, yep, okay, holy fucking shit, what the fuck? So yeah, incredible, yeah, incredible scene. Just, just walking in that, just walking in yeah. that, it's amazing. It's, I definitely call that out when when you guys are about to do it. I was like, oh yeah, they're gonna lose. You're, not ready, the You're not ready for the final room. You're not ready for this. You're not ready for this fucking final room because it blew, even blew our minds when I I did it with two clan members and we were, they're not like as big on the like destiny lore. But, but they still, they he runs yes, King's Fall. Yes, you know? they definitely, they definitely were like, oh yeah, we definitely had that moment. Like we walked room and was like, that's that's fucking Oryx. What the fuck? <laughs> and it's a ghost yeah. in his chest. Uh, yeah, we definitely. Like definitely had a, a really incredible moment. Yeah, and that just yeah, and that and that encounter is like super fun. Like figuring that out of just like oh, we had to lure this. We were just like killing Volgar, Volgar or whatever his name yeah. is, like a million times, and we we're just like there has to be something with this guy. Like he just keeps <laughs> just keeps showing up. Like what's going on? And then you know, obviously you go into the different rooms and see symbols. Um, and then you know, once once you like layer it on of like oh, okay, you need to lure him to these you need to like get the deep sight and then lure him to spots to like see the see the things and then you have like that little like li- aligning yeah the aligning mechanic thing. was like awesome it's so like yeah. scratches my batman arkham asylum yeah, itch cool. in like, such yeah, a way like, yeah we're, we're fighting we're, we're using the witness to fight the witness this is a joke we made in there there's <laughs> a joke our group made because it's like the witness the witness game um, shout out to Jonathan Blow uh, or whatever. That's, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, awesome. Yeah, very yeah, good. Yeah, it was very fun. And then you know, f- figuring out the figuring out that that whole thing, and then obviously it incorporating the loosen hives. So there's tons of like you're just fighting all the the hive guardians a bunch more, which is really fun. Really curious what master um, mode looks like for that for those arenas. I'm sure they're where they'll figure out to add champions. A lot of barrier knights, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm not lot, looking forward probably to Probably a lot of barrier knights. <laughs> I did see the uh, a trick that stuff. Uh, it seems like Arbalest and Wishender will be big because those things do one shot those shields when you do DPS. I, I saw like oh. even those like when you get the when you get the buff to destroy the shields, you can just one bang those immunity wow. shields with with those apparently, which is really that cool. would have helped. I was yeah. using two rockets, so that's <laughs> yeah, much we better. Were, yeah, I was gonna say we ended up using. I was using actually surprisingly, I used a machine gun. I didn't use Thunderlord. I just used a my void machine gun the whole time. Um, and Quicksilver and Quick yeah. Storm because so I could just make like tangles and unravel and do all that kind of stuff a bunch. So it worked okay. It worked generally okay, but yeah, we ended up using like Div and like things and we had thunder lord and then i was using a just a general machine gun i still actually ended up having the most damage i think that helped because i had the i had the needle storm like the, the strand hunt uh, oh, okay warlock super because that's mainly what i did um because we had a we had arc hunter um well warlock and then i was a strand uh warlock that was our group yeah i ended up switching to i started on strand or i started on void and i switched over to uh to solar to to play support mm-hmm. uh, and that that helped us get through the bosses but uh yeah what a just fun like that second encounter i think it's so fun too like yeah. mm-hmm. going underwater <laughs> and yep. running away from the guy okay, while you're still just chasing you yeah activating the symbols and then those spawn wizards that you have to then finish and t- deposit things and there's a lot there's a lot of mechanics to that final fight yeah. uh yep. you know coming off of spire the watcher much more simple 
dungeon, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is much more mechanic heavy and more much puzzle solving. Yeah, much more mechanic and much. Yeah, I, I'd say I, I definitely enjoyed it uh, a little bit more than Spire for sure, just because that. Yeah, the bosses do not feel as like like as annoying as that uh, the big chicken guy. Um, yeah, for I, don't, sure. I don't know if I'm I don't know if I'm all in on soloing it because I'm seeing people saying like like uh, the both those bosses like are not solo friendly in terms of the amount of damage you need to do them. Yeah. Cause like, I did not feel bad with the whole, with the whole group of us. Cause again, we, like I said, I was using just, we had Dave and some machine guns and we like, you know, got it in like three, four phases. Um, but the, but yeah, apparently like people are saying like, yeah, you need to, you're going to crank out some big damage to, to do those. So it's like, you know, you're doing like, you know, eight, eight or more phases for like both bosses. And I'm like, yikes. yikes. Yeah. So, it's definitely like a more crowd control heavy, fighting too yeah. which is fun but i appreciate like in the final boss room when you have to kind of split off and go to all the guardian rooms like things chill out for a minute in the yeah main room. yeah it's kind of it's kind of funny because like yeah how how kind of spooky those like those like underwater sections are but i'm like actually in those boss rooms they can be super helpful just be like ads don't like fuck with you when you're in there so you can just kind of yeah. go in there and just be like Ugh. and you get a full overshield when you <laughs> go then, through the, and the you, water and then you just and then you just like have that second it's kind, of, it's kind of interesting you can actually use those to your advantage yeah i used it to switch <laughs> Yeah, build around. Somebody, somebody totally did that in our run too. It's like, all right, yeah, we need. We, let's try. Let's try using Div to do a little bit more damage. So yep. Let me go in the water and just get Div and do this. Yeah, we'll be right back. <laughs> it's pretty yes, funny. Thank God for loadouts. Still yeah. great. Um, but yeah, I would say I would say definitely overall probably. You know, I, I definitely want to go see more of those little like lore memory things. Uh, for sure, very yeah, good. They seem, I they seem very cool. But, it's but it yeah, like probably fleshing you. out Zivu Wrath as a character and having cool. it feel like not retconny, but more of like, oh, like this explains kind of like what her reaction when the Witch Queen DLC was happening and, and like how she cool. felt about that. And then like what she like how she felt when she went to tour bottle and how like how she adores Oryx, right? Like having stuff like that. Very uh, cool. Just just great. And the performance is phenomenal. So yeah that sounds awesome yeah definitely definitely up there now for me probably like easily a top three breed at least maybe even number one like it's yeah. just incredible uh, and stuff. we we like anytime we get those like kind of direct follow-ups to raids or expansions or anything like that uh it's always a treat you know as like some kind of narrative follow-up to like you know what happened to oryx's body when we launched it off of the dreadnought yeah. you know it's cool just to have an answer it. yeah yeah, that's that's cool. Yeah, his, his body's just hanging out at the bottom bottom of the methane sea. I, or maybe I guess I don't know. We're gonna take it now in in position. Now we'll yeah, it's, kind of, be kinda, t- it's be kind of crazy on Earth now. So oh, interesting. Uh, okay, yeah. yeah, you should read those uh, armor lore tabs because boy howdy is a story. Oh, okay, cool. That's good to know. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely interesting. Now I guess we have orcs and Savathuns. Yes, <laughs> stupid. Yeah, some might okay. say. Okay, interesting. Yeah, um, yeah. Excited to, excited to hear that. Excited for those bite videos and for all that stuff, too. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I spent I all last night reading more reading, tabs. reading those stuff. That's awesome. And also, the fucking exotic is called the Navigator, which is... Oh, yeah, I just love name. that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. S- super good stuff. Um, definitely want to play more of that. Itch- it- I'm definitely itching to play more of that uh, dungeon. Um, yeah. As oh, always, yeah. it's farmable, you know? Yeah, it's farmable. Yep. Yeah, great. Um, one other thing I forgot, we forgot to mention about the other act, general activities this season. Mm-hmm. Fishing. Fishing is uh-huh. here. Fishing time. Um, have, have, how much have you done of it? Have you, have you 
done a little bit quite of a bit. that. Quite a bit. Yeah, I've done not, I've done a not little, like, but not but I've not gone crazy with it yet either. Because I've, I've I, I definitely want to get get it. I kind of want to like get max bait because you do have to like yeah. get bait and then just like sit there for like a whole day and see how much I can get because I've not gotten any of the exotic fish it's <laughs> because yeah me either you need to get like you know you need to have some like crazy high multiplier to like get some of that rarer stuff um but yeah definitely definitely um digging digging the vibe of it it's like pretty it's pretty simple but i yeah. like the whole thing of like once you get a bunch of it you can go back to the helm and like dunk it into like a fish tank and you literally just have a big fish tank in this new area of the helm you can see the fish you catch you can see like seasonal artifacts or like other things from previous the seasons, old seasons hang stuff, out there. Yeah. And if you do like certain triumphs, it'll add more things into there. I don't know if you saw that, like completing certain triumphs. Like there's like a whole section for fishing. I saw the like, fishing stuff. Yeah. But like some of them will have like, you know, if you complete this, it'll put like a statue from the EDZ, like in the, in the thing or like a thing, I didn't see that. thing from other, like the, you know, you, if you get all of the exotic fish, you get like a cannon or something weird like that. Cool. And it just goes into the thing. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I like, that. yeah. Buns. Fun and it's stuff. like, there's not enough dumb MMO shit in Destiny. Yeah. And it it is nice to have that there because it is like you forget that it's an MMO a lot. You know, it is kind of isolating a lot of times. But yeah. this leans into that like when you roll up on the EDZ and there's like seven people just at a fishing spot. Set fishing spot. And, yeah, it's, it's fun. like, oh, hey, hey, everybody. And, you, you know, yeah. you're not talking or anything, but we're all just hanging out and just fishing. Hanging out, and, yeah, just kind of, you know, just fishing and, you know, jolly. occasionally throwing some emotes out or whatever. Yeah, it's exactly. It's just like, cause, yeah, it, it is. It's fun and simple. Um, I'd be totally fine. And like, I'm, I'm assuming this will be something that's just here for this season and for this, for this, you know, up till final shape. But I actually wouldn't mind if they just maybe just kept, they kept it. it. If they just kept yeah. it. And it's just like a fun thing you can just do um from here on and you know put a put a fish tank in the tower or something you know yeah show fish or whatever um it's yeah fun fun thing you know again it, it even gets gets you like rewards and stuff like that's like honestly that's like how, how, how i've gotten most of like the return to gambit reckoning weapons is just dunking fish into that i just got a bunch of random ones like so i got spare rations and some other stuff already cool. um it's just doing that so that's kind of fun um, yeah I pre, you know, they didn't have to, honestly, they didn't have to put rewards behind it, but like knowing that you can dunk exotic fish and get ascendant shards, ascendant alloys, and even exotic engrams yeah. to focus. Yep. It's cool. That's, that's so cool. And it, you know, it's a thing to do. Like if you're just overshooting stuff for a while, you yes. can go fish for a bit and like actually get tangible rewards yeah, for it. And that's something worthwhile. Yeah. Great. Yeah. That's really great. Um, agreed for sure. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the good, I think overall the season, we'll, we'll just have to see where it goes story wise, but there was some other pretty big, uh, news items. It's weird. Like talking about the game instead of, of like 40 articles. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I know. Right. That's what we're, we're used to that. Right. Yeah. That's always the, the lead into a season is like, all right, here's like this 800 billion word article talking about these, the minutia of all these different changes and stuff. Um, yeah. Look forward to that in probably what July or whatever. <laughs> yes, we'll, we'll be back there soon enough, I'm sure. But um, yeah. Besides that, though, surprisingly, you know, Bungie is a PlayStation studio, and we had a PlayStation showcase uh, happen earlier this week. Um, if you want to watch our live, we can, you can see actually our full live reactions to the showcase and to the announcements we're about to talk about because Bungie did announce stuff here. Mm -hmm. Now that we know they're they're a Sony affiliated thing. Um, but yeah, um, they announced a new video game or like a new old video game, 
called <laughs> Marathon. Oh, I guess we could talk, we'll just talk about that briefly. Um, yeah, let's talk about that first. Not a lot uh, to talk about. So. No, yeah, not a lot to talk about immediately because, you know, they revealed it. They, you know, we've, we've known Bungie in some shape or form was working on a new video game, um, you know, in some shape or form. Um, this is predominantly what they're saying is a PvP extraction shooter. Um, so it is going to be more PvP focused. Um, there will be some, like, AI controlled enemy units and stuff roaming around. Cause it is like a thing in, ex- in extraction games. If you're not familiar with those, that it's like escape from Tarkov is like, I know like a really big one. Um, I think there's like, there's like some other, you know, call of duty had like a pretty big mode mode in itself. That is that like, I want to yeah. say that's like a thing that's like a part of Warzone more. So yeah, it's like a, a spinoff mode of Warzone. I'm but the most familiar with Tarkov because I know people that play it yeah. a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I think there are some other ones. I think I think isn't Hunt Showdown uh, technically like in that similar vein, or is that something different? I think it's more in like the battle royale vein. Sure. Uh, okay. But I'm not positive. Yeah, I'm not positive because immediately this is not a, a like a um, like a genre I'm super familiar with because I'm not really a big PvP gamer these days. But um, you know, Bungie. Bungie's, There's also like Bungie's going uh, all in on it. Rainbow Six. Um, What's the zombie one? That's like technically. I think, an I think that shooter. is called Rainbow Six Extraction. Isn't it called Extraction or something? It might be. Yeah, <laughs> Rainbow forget. Six Quarantine. I Quarant- don't remember. Yeah, like they. I think they called it Quarantine, but then that like, they, they renamed they, it. They renamed it because it literally was going to come out during COVID. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we were in a pandemic, so they're like, eh, let's change this. And then that yeah, the game sure did come. Came and came and went, huh? Yep. Um, um, but yeah, they're basically using you know Marathon as a game Bungie made years and years ago is back in like the early nineties is like one of their first video game, like series they made. Um, and you can definitely find like, you know, if you go back and let's go back and look up, you know, some of the, the story and like what, what marathon was about, like, and like the video game itself was definitely just kind of like a doom OG doom era style boomer shooter as, as is coined nowadays. Um, it's very much of that ilk, um, but it had a lot more interesting stuff, like, you know, a lot of the, like, core story stuff from, Halo, like, Halo games and even Destiny, where there's, like, there's, like, rampant AIs and, like, AIs that control different, you know, factions, and there's alien races and alien artifacts and stuff. A lot of that stuff, you know, definitely, like, you know, was kind of the early proto-Halo stuff that we've now kind of know, know and love today from those years, like, definitely kind of... Uh, stems from marathon and now they're kind of using now they're kind of using that backdrop because it, it is not like it is set in the universe but it's not like a like a sequel or like a prequel prequel or a uh, reboot a, or a reboot as they said but it is set in that universe so like i think it'll be like a you know i know like apex legends is similar where it's like it's technically in the titanfall universe and like titanfall stuff is like adjacent but it's not like all in on that stuff um so i'm, I'm assuming it'll be similar to that where they they will reference marathon things. They definitely evoked like, you know, obviously we know it from, you know, the, they did a 30th anniversary destiny pack. And there was like that very particular alien looking robes for the warlock. It's straight up a shot in this trailer that they were, which was the reveal of Trevor where that, that creature is in it in that game in some shape or form, uh, which is pretty, pretty interesting. Um, a lot of very striking visual art, you know, as, as we know from a lot of years of destiny playing, a lot of amazing art that can come out of uh, Bungie and stuff. Um, this game in particular had a ton of incredible stuff. Where you just, like the scene starts and you see like caterpillars putting together like a robotic lady or something, and then there's like people in like these weird goo ink 
like looking areas being like shot up and they're like bleeding blue and it's like very very crazy visuals and stuff um but i gotta admit like you know again as i said i'm not a big pvp gamer these days i just you know i i respect some of those games from afar just because i I do not have the time or dedication to like play some of that stuff these days um so i don't know if this will be a game for me in, in the long run but like you know at the end of the day, I do enjoy some bungee shooting in a video game. So, like, you know, I might, I'll probably at least try it, but I don't see myself being invested in it in the way I am invested in, like, Destiny, let's say. Um, yeah. So how are you feeling? I, I, similar, you know, I, I think I, I definitely like to mess around with PvP stuff maybe a little bit more. Um, but I, I, it's very difficult to to get me, like, fully invested you know like i'd say the most pvp i'm invested in is destiny 2 um and that is like very casual right like i I don't do the competitive mode i'm not like a a trials player even if i begrudgingly try more often than i should um but i you know i like jumping into control and and getting my challenges done and trying out different builds and i like saving guns for pvp and and like i like understanding the loops of target lock or or dynamic sway plus tap the trigger or stuff like that you know like i sure. enjoy that um but i i am excited you know like it's funny because i don't really play first person shooters except for destiny anymore like i <laughs> i've really learned that i just there's something about that bungee magic the space magic that that makes it the feel of it is just like maybe I go and play something else and it's like, you know what? This just isn't as good as destiny. So I'm just going to go play destiny. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I don't know if it's, it's feel, that feel a little bit of that. Um, yeah, I don't feel bad. Like I, I like no, more recently, like grand, I, I still do enjoy it. Although this is a, another can of worms, uh, that, you know, I won't, I won't, uh, begrudge too much, but overwatch two was definitely something I wanted to like try. Cause I liked overwatch back in the day in 2016. And, and you know, that's, that's still there's still a little bit of that, but that's like a also it's like a very different beast because you're playing yeah. like so many different third person or first person rather like shooting styles. Some of them don't even shoot, and some of them do or like very precision focused. But some of them you're like swinging a hammer or like doing not really much shooting at all. So it's like a very different thing, um, yeah. for sure. But there were, but I but I'm also year. but I'm also with you. There was a year where I was very into Overwatch competitively. You know, obviously, mm. again, on a on a casual level, I'm not. You know, on an esports, you were, you, were, you were ready to jump into the Overwatch league. You were you were looking for no. the you were looking for the invite. <laughs> but I but I liked the game, like the loop of the game, the thrill of the game enough that yeah. I wanted to play the competitive mode. I liked the longer matches. I liked getting invested in a character and and learning how to counter pick and and do stuff like that. Um, and I just liked it. And generally, I just hate competitive things. I'm I'm not a competitive person. I'm like the yeah. opposite. Yeah. Same. Uh, and it's like so. it's like a mixture of like it's it's a mixture of like yeah like I I do not feel that that push and pull to be as invested in that competitive side and just like you know seeing that seeing the people that can exist in those in those spaces also is like a turn off to me. I'll just, I'll just totally admit that of like yeah there are people who just like are like super extreme about some of these things and like hey if that's your thing cool like but i do not want to play a video game with you <laughs> so yeah bye. exactly like that's just so that's how i can that's how i am all that in mind i'm definitely i'm here i'm gonna try marathon i really hope they have like a beta i'm sure they will you know it's bungee yeah um mm-hmm. i'm gonna be there i want to try it. i want to you know get some of our destiny friends and squad up and and give it a shot 
I I have listened to my my good friends and once co-host Scott Guthier, Tony Horvath talk about Tarkov so fucking much. <laughs> uh, the last like fifty episodes of Rational Passions podcast before we ended it in twenty twenty one was like very Tarkov heavy, <laughs> I'll say. Uh, and that game's I'm sure changed in the couple of years since since our show ended. So right. uh, and and they'll occasionally give me updates before we do IPD and D and stuff. So I you know I'm curious about that kind of game. There there. Are aspects of that that sound really interesting and the Vidoc that they put out um, talking about it, I really wish they'd shown some alpha gameplay I feel like they could have gotten away with yeah. some rough stuff it would have been fine especially when they yeah. show us like in the in the square tunnels where they're beta testing abilities and in, in destiny, destiny like yeah. you could have shown us some of that weird shit in marathon we would have been fine with it and right. people would have appreciated it so like bungee gun magic plus like a whole new set of guns and maybe a whole new aesthetic of guns and stuff like that right um plus like that kind of drop in get the weapons that you need and, and get out like that the loop of that the roguelike kind of aspect of that all that appeals to me and mm-hmm. i mean they're talking a big game with this like the idea of like fi- the first group to find all the artifacts on a level potentially get to access a whole new section of a level first and they have to finish some challenge there before it unlocks for everyone. Right. And so yeah. like that could lead to some really interesting Twitch streams and like world's first was definitely mentioned multiple times. Yeah. Um, so I, the, yeah, so it's totally understandable why they, they would, they would pitch that as like a big deal. Cause look, you, you know, look at like, you know, destiny with its world first raid races. Those are like massive, huge, huge like, you know, visual like you know getting people looking at destiny in a way that like yeah. you know doesn't doesn't do it you know a lot of other stuff doesn't do as much like you know you can look at like the season launch and it was like okay that had like you know 60 like thousand some people i think i was looking at twitch the other day when it launched it was like okay that's, that's still pretty pretty good but then you look at like i was like other shooters that have like double that on just like a normal like afternoon which can be pretty wild but then you look yeah. at like you know raid race days for destiny and it's like yeah they like you know they are like the most viewed thing that day like by a mile and like some yeah. like the biggest views like millions of people are like watching on that single day so like having some kind of thing in that in this game that like is a big deal and it being more pvp focused you know will bring in like you know people that are way into those styles of games and bring in even more people to like look at it so I, I love the Super ambition. Cool idea. Yeah, it's very yeah. ambitious for sure. And, you know, there is like this not being a just video games industry podcast. I won't necessarily go too far off on it. But, you know, this apparently terrible, trash, awful PlayStation showcase that we watched, um, <laughs> according to the Internet, yeah, right. um, was, uh, you know, full of the, all these live service games that Sony is apparently pushing really big and just recently learned that like the last of us live service multiplayer game was delayed. And part of that was because Bungie had like given them the advice to change things, which is super interesting. And, and looking at all these other games, foam stars and whatever, uh, and, and Haven's game, like uh, cash money or whatever it's called. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, of all of them, Bungie's got the, the idea to do it. I, I really yeah. think like the idea of marathon is really cool and I, I they get it in a way that just you know you, yeah. especially you look at something even as recent as like the reveal of the suicide squad game and it's like hey like these people are single player developers trying to make a game that you know they're playing basketball in a hockey rink is yeah. is how i imagine yeah. it it's just like mm-hmm. they don't necessarily get it and they don't understand like the resources that that go into a machine like that 
Bungie does. They yep. get it. Say what you will about recent seasons and Lightfall and disappointment just across yeah. the Destiny community. They still understand live games way better yep, than they do everyone it, they else. Do, they do it better than anybody in the business still. For Except sure. for maybe like Final Fantasy 14, which is like a different beast or yeah. WoW or things like that, you know. So them, this idea is exciting. And I believe them to at least give it a much better shake than, you know, yeah. some of these other games we saw. Yeah. And, and also, like, even, even if it does come out and it's not like, and it's kind of like middle of the road. I don't see Bungie being like some of these other people just be like, well, no, well, and just bring it and just kind of throwing it off the side. They will probably continue to work on it and improve it in like in a meaningful, actual meaningful way than a lot yeah. of other devs are able to do and would do. Um, but yeah, yeah. You're curious to see where it is. They, they definitely were like also like, hey, you know, we're, we're kind of showing it now and we're, you know, at least revealing this thing because that's cool. But now we're going to go silent and see you later. <laughs> They're going to go yeah. off and like, I uh, like, you know, I think there were there was definitely rumblings a while ago. I don't remember exactly. It was, it was, it was a while ago. It's like a year or more ago where, you know, we heard we heard the, the term matter going around as a project name. We don't know if this is I don't think it's been confirmed that this is matter. Um, this was like the code name for that marathon or marathon her matter was the code name for marathon. We were not really sure. Um, but we, and we also know with that, like, you know, that, that was like the whole idea of like Bungie will ship a new game before I think it was by 2025 or whatever. So we don't know if that is this game or not, but you know, we, you know, ultimately we'll just have to wait and see. Um, yeah, but yeah, I would expect Final Shape to come out before this game. Yeah, a hundred percent. And speaking of uh, the Final Shape, um, there was a very, very clean uh, t- transition they did, and I really did actually like that. And we were yeah, fr- surprised in general just seeing Bungie here. But it, like, it's another <laughs> one of those things. Like in hindsight, it, like it made sense. Like, oh yeah, Bungie's PlayStation now, so they would they make sense for them to be here in a big way. But yeah, definitely was like surprising at the moment. Um, and it's also worth shouting out. Great that matter or um, that uh, God marathon is coming out on Xbox as well. PC as well. Yep. Day yep. one, day and date, cross save, cross play all their yep. dedicated servers. Sorry, destiny. For yeah, good, good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, that that's great. So I'm happy yes. Bungie is still allowed to do their thing. Yeah, agreed uh, for sure. Um, but yeah, they, yeah, they smoothly transitioned from like, the trailer for marathon ended and you see like the Bungie logo and then it's straight up just like transitions into like destiny style, like in graphically, uh, behind the Bungie logo. Uh, and then it fades to black and then we got a teaser for the final shape and boy, did we not, did not expect to see this already. Not hey, ready for yeah. this. <laughs> we were definitely, definitely not prepared for that. Um, Basically, we got like a little minute, like I was like a minute long teaser um, that basically was like the teaser for the the tease of a showcase uh, at the start of next season. So basically, at, and, uh, it's like the end of August. I think it's like August, August 20, 22nd. 22nd yeah. We mm-hmm. will get a well, that'll be the start of the next season uh, season. What would, that, what would that be? That'd be 22. 22. Yeah. Um, which you don't know the name of currently. Um, but we'll get that. We'll get the launch of that season that day, as well as the showcase showing off. What uh, the final shape and the future of Destiny 2 as uh, simply their words they used a few on, on their press site. They said the future of Destiny 2. Um, so it seems like they will all, they will spill the beans on what is next after the final shape for Destiny a little bit um, here, which I that's very much what I want to know about <laughs> in some ways more than the final shape uh, to, to be fair. But that, that being said, boy, what a teaser they, they sure yeah. dropped on us. 
Uh, basically, it open it opens with a like you see Ikora um, sitting at a campfire, and she basically is like reminiscing about you know, boy, I wish I wish you were here to see all these moments that have happened over the past years. So you see like you know a, a, a guardian like rushing at Savathun, um, and then like uh, you know a guardian you know taking out Rolk or not Rolk, um, Nezarek. Nezarek. Um, and then you see them uh, fighting alongside uh, Keitel and Mithrax, so a bunch of against a bunch of Vex. Um, and then she goes, "Yeah, I really wish I really wish you were here." And then you see through the flames, uh, Cade Six with a repaired uh, version of Ace of Spades that has a kind of weird glowy light coming out of it, kind of like Traveler's Chosen. Um, mm-hmm. And then you see him, and he goes, "Like, yeah, I wish I was there, kiddo, too, but I'm here now, wherever this is." And it does a big opening shot, and you can see the big pink uh, Travussy as 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 it is. <laughs> I had to get, sorry, I had to get in there. Thank you. Uh, thank I, you. I wasn't ready, so thank you. <laughs> but it, cl- it clearly points to them being inside the Traveler, um, as we know the the, in the other fall, side of the portal. The other side of the the, the portal, um, and in some kind of weird like like weird like you know barren lush paradise. You know, lush what kind of waste like kind of wastelandy but more like desert canyony area looks very earthy and surprisingly mm-hmm. in an interesting way more than more than i expect i definitely expected way more like crazy psychedelic looking stuff after like the the which, ron stuff but still there could, could be, be it could be know? there yeah we we have no idea what that that place is in any regard like it didn't again that was that was all we got was that little minute of just Cade's back apparently and nathan fillion has is reprising the role which is which is really cool um, yeah, def- definitely a bit. Um, uh, I would say overall, uh, people were pretty stoked about this, but I definitely saw like a mixed reaction of just like, oh, do we want Cade back? I don't know if this is right. Uh, or like, um, I will say personally, for my feelings on that, just to get that out before we get into two speculation theory, um, which I, I'd rather talk about. But, you know, just to talk about it, you know, I say for me personally, like, I don't mind that he's he's back in some form just because you know the final shape is like the the the, the, it's the end it's the end and like kind of the the big closing chapter last hurrah for this light and dark saga for destiny i think this is like i think like it makes sense to have him there for like to like you know if they're essentially going to be i feel like be the closing moment of this saga so they, they can be, begin a new saga right um, yeah for destiny it makes sense to just have everybody there to just like close it out. Um, you know, that's, that's going to be interesting with obviously, we know, unfortunately for Lance Reddick passing, you know, what, what Zavala's role is going to be in all of this. But like, I feel like they can't have this expansion without him either. Um, yeah. personally, but we'll just have to see how that goes. That's just is what it is at this point. Right. Um, but yeah, Kate six being there, like I'm, I'm fine with it. And the fact that they got Nathan Fillion to even do it is like pretty cool. I don't expect, yeah. I don't expect it to be a scenario where it's like we finish this and then he's just, he's like, he's like back back, so to speak. I mean, there's definitely things we see in the trailer that kind of point towards that in my opinion. Yeah. I think it is just going to be, he is integral to this, the, whatever the main campaign of this expansion is. Maybe he's the vendor for whatever this crazy place we're at. Um, or, and maybe he's just in the expansion and whatever, you know, and whatever it ends up being the result, you know, if we take down the witness, maybe that closes out. Maybe we we just have to destroy the traveler or something crazy like that. And then, you know, in doing that, you know, we, it releases whatever is going on with that stuff. Um, no, I no idea. Right. But yeah. 
Totally. Um, I, it's one of those things. I'm stoked, right? Like, I love mm-hmm. Cade. I'm not a Cade hater. I've always loved Cade. I was sad when he died. Um, I, but I thought, you know, the way they handled that, you know, Nolan North's performance as Cade was great. And, yeah. and getting all those, especially like people don't talk about it enough, but the whole quest where you find all of Cade's stashes and get all of his, you know, goodbye messages to everyone that mattered yeah. um, to him it, it were really great. I, I really think like solemn and beautiful and like a great send off. And there's so much mystery to his character as well. His lore book is incredible. Uh, yeah, I, I think Cade's great. And, and he is like, he was so pivotal to the taken King campaign and that really put him in, in the story in a big way. And to have him here for the end feels good. Um, yeah. so I'm, I'm excited about it. Uh, I, and like you, I, I don't necessarily see him, being around after this, but being back for one last hurrah sounds awesome. Sounds like a very K6 yes. thing to do. Um, but yeah, I certainly a lot of questions. Uh, certainly uh, love. I love a good tease like this. this is like some yeah. Kingdom Hearts stuff for me, you know, where it's like <laughs> just enough to be like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But also, uh, you know, doesn't ruin anything. Like, I don't. You could say, like, knowing that Cade died going into Forsaken was a bummer, maybe, just because, sure. but it does happen in this first, like, hour of that that Forsaken campaign. And then, you know, you get to the Mara stuff and the Drinking City, and it's like, oh, there was way more here that yeah, was, was like, a lot more, way worth right. being excited about. Um, so I, I don't think it ruins anything. I think it, it, it just gets you titillated, so to speak, of, of yeah. what is going to come next. Um, so yeah, and and you know it's funny. Like we we were just talking about the dungeon and finding Oryx's body after all these years. Destiny, for the most part, you know, Tanix aside, uh, is good about like letting dead characters be dead. Right. Uh, even Sabathun has been dead for five seasons now, and and we know like the other shoe is going to drop there at some point. But right, uh, like that span of time is significant because we're playing and doing stuff, and the story's progressing that whole time. Right. Um. You know, we've seen characters die. We we've it's happened, and and Cade is the only guardian we have seen die in the story for the most part. Right. Um. And and like seeing his ghost die was big, right? Like that was like was a, I didn't know big, that could happen. Yeah, it's like <laughs> definitely the first thing they showed that time they showed that right. I'm just like, oh yeah, yeah, wow. Uh, and and seeing him without his ghost here, right? Yeah, uh, obviously important say, detail. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So. It raises a lot of interesting questions that we can segue into our little theory time of of like, what does it mean for a guardian to die? Where do they go? Does something happen to that light? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the the subtitles of this reveal teaser very clearly say Cade Six. This is not Cade Seven. I'm not expecting some exo reboot yeah, situation and put him into an exo body like rasputin somehow and yeah like yeah. just like you said they pointed out very clearly like they show ikora and she still has her ghost in this alternate or like this inside traveler space gate six mm-hmm. doesn't have a doesn't have a ghost with him or anything like that he has this weird like ethereal like it looks kind of taken but also looks like light like it's hard yeah. to fully tell what kind of power is coming through him but it's clearly like it's not as typical you know, when he was an EXO, he had like big yellow eyes and other, I think he had like blue eyes or something different. It's definitely different looking than he was. Um, so like clearly something's going on. Like he also doesn't know what, what, what any of this is about. Cause he says like wherever the hell this is. So like, he know he doesn't know where he is, you know, where he is or how he got here. You know, Ikora is also inside the traveler. Like how the hell did she get there? Cause like we learned 
pretty much at the opening of this season, like anybody's trying to go in there now, like as a pretty go gru- well. <laughs> yeah, as a pretty gruesome uh, death, um, as we see in the in the in the opening sequence of uh, this season. So, so yeah, so clearly, <laughs> clearly, like that's that's definitely like where we're going to be building to now, right? Like I. There's definitely going to be one of these next few seasons is going to be about like, how do we, how do we get into the portal? We figured out how to get in the portal. What do we, what do we need to do over these? Like that's, I'm, I'm sure that's like by the season leading into final shape is like, we figured yeah. out how to get in the portal. We got to do this for the season yeah. guardian to and, get, and get we know, this open or whatever. Like we're, you know, I'm not surprised like at the idea that maybe Icora is the first one that goes through, you know, uh, yeah. Especially knowing that people have died going through, you know, the the risks are so great that yeah. she would volunteer herself. Totally see that. Or Zavala or something like that. So yeah, I it's cool. It's just like 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 I said, it it raises all these fun questions to speculate about. Yeah, for sure. Um definitely definitely um where 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 it where it's gonna go from here. Um it, it makes me like you said, it was a good enough tease to like make me excited for like, all right, what's you know the season I'm sure is going to have a good story, but like, where the hell are these other two seasons? Where are we going? Where what's like, what's, <laughs> what are we going to do? What are we going to do to like get inside this now? Uh, get yeah. into the traveler and all that stuff, you know? And it's a thing, you know, of course, ever since day one of destiny, like I want to get in that ball. Yeah. What's, what's <laughs> you know? Yeah. What's going on in the ball? Yeah. Let's, let me, let me what's get in, there. in the ball. And, yeah. and to be fair, like this is some ethereal dimension through the traveler, not still not physically inside the traveler. That could be another thing that we do. True. Um, that, you know, could be a great setting for a raid. It's all in fucking insane. Um, but <laughs> Come on, uh, figure it out. Yeah, I, it, it's it's we've always wanted to know what's on that other side. And now we have this look of it. And the, the first thing that stood out to me, we talked about this in our reactions. If, if folks want to go check that out as well. Um like there is no wake of the witness, right? Assuming yeah. this is where they it popped out, you know, it didn't leave a destructive darkness wake of taking yeah, energy. There's and, like there's and a bunch of pyramid ships like hanging out in this area that they're in. Yeah, yeah, and and we know that it brought ships with it. They kind of sucked in, and and the witness went through, and it doesn't like it wants to kill the traveler in to some capacity. So. Uh, to end the the victim, the universe makes a victim of all of us. You more than any, right? So, yeah. uh, I I'm curious what that means. If maybe there are different points, uh, different dimensions that we access and are going through. Yeah, different dimensions, or is like this some kind of like, uh, is it is that like you know some kind of time? There's like also like potential of like a time thing going on where like going to the tra- like by making this portal in the traveler, like they they use it to like go in time to somewhere like in the, yeah. maybe they're maybe he's going to like where the traveler like was 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 like created or something to like to like stop it or something like that like we have no idea like it could be that it could be like time thing or like alternate dimension or reality where it's there's something else going on or like maybe this like he used the traveler to create some you know perfect maybe that's like the the witnesses throne world or something crazy like that like he used to he used like the traveler to like make something and then he's using that to like do whatever like we again it could be all kinds of things we just you know again it was such, such a vague teaser on that it just kind of showed it to like a blank environment sort of sort of more or less so it's hard to fully say like what's going on there yeah um but yeah exciting not though. not in a bad way you know vague yes. in a good way yeah i don't want to know like i appreciated like when we saw sabathun and all the hive guardians and stuff mm-hmm. and resurrection like 
it it did take a little bit away from you know season of the lost uh going through all this knowing that Savathun is just going to end up getting yeah turned into a guardian right like but it didn't ruin it by any means because we got to have this great great dialogue conversations with her yeah um still think about those all the time and and similarly of like lightfall uh knowing that we're going to neomuna i like that this uh, it just opened more questions right yes. like we yeah. knew we, we've known since the end of lightfall like hey we're going in that thing yeah. uh we're gonna find out what's on the end of it but then when you see it and it's like not at all what you expect my is there alone Cade's alive. alive yeah it's like yeah like what is what does any of this have to do with any of it yeah yeah for sure it's really exciting it, as opposed to like a scene and it's like the witnesses ganon's castle in the background <laughs> yeah, right yeah, like, like, so just like, like yeah. okay crazy, whatever I, some crazy i know where thing, yeah. this is going um this was a much more enticing tease and i hope that when we do get the showcase obviously if there's like a new subclass Maybe a new light subclass also potentially. Like that's I, I had that idea of like what if like there's like new light powers that we gain from this experience. Hmm. Uh could be yeah, really cool. As opposed to a new darkness subclass. Uh still hope we get a new subclass for this final expansion. Really, really hope. Um and new stuff and and just like like I, I'm hoping that they give us like a tease and show like the mechanical part that we should be excited about without telling us anything about the story, right? Because uh, you know it's the end. It's like Kingdom Hearts three, like you know, like whatever Tears of the Kingdom, you know, God of War Ragnarok. I want to go in there and and just be on the ride. Yeah, uh, and I hope the ride is worth it. And obviously, the raid is going to be. Um, most likely the witness and things like that. I did have the idea with this season of like, boy, wouldn't it be great though if in the final shape, like we do fight the witness and then Zivu Wrath just comes up and cuts off its head and she turns out to be the true final boss. Yeah, right. Just like Berksum. Uh, uh, just yeah. because like, what a great uh, way to end her story and make her also a total badass. Mm-hmm. Um, then, but you know, like I, I don't want to know necessarily wh- which way the witness stuff is going until we, we, sit there day one and, and do it you know yeah when we go when we go in the, we, we, when we figure out like all right, all right we're going in mm-hmm. you know what where what does, what does that mean yeah for sure i yeah uh, definitely definitely built built the hype back up a little yeah. bit for uh whatever that showcase is going to have in it and yeah um whatever you know again they you know the thing the thing i've said at the top was like i want to hear about i i'm looking forward to the final shape but i want to know what's post final shape like you know, I, I want that. I want that answered pretty promptly, even though like just just to like, you know, set 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 the expectation of like, you know, I, I still am under the under the the, the, the vibe of like they're just going to keep making Destiny 2 stuff. And, yeah. You know, you know, and that's that's and I'm totally cool with that. And but I want to see like where what how how are they going to evolve it? Like, because it clearly like, you know, they're starting to now even with these seasons of like, you know, shifting away from the, the seasonal mod they had. But I feel like, you know, they're probably always always a, a case of like, you know, when they hit, once they finished final shape, there was going to be a big, probably shift to destiny to, um, to, to bring it into a new era. Yeah. Um, for sure. Like I, I still don't think they're moving on to a new game. Um, I yeah. still think even, if that's even a case, it would be way off even beyond destiny Two. So, yeah, I, I just I like just, think I, about I, like I want to I, I just want to hear like you know them them say that verbatim of like we're, there's not a new game anytime soon we're you know 
there will be you know here's final shape and and a set of seasons that you can now like pre-order essentially like when they they give that that's like a pretty definitive like answer to that right so i would just yeah. like to hear that at this point so that's we don't have people being the people the way people are on the internet <laughs> yeah and, and you know the destiny 3 conversations always happening all yeah. the technical stuff whatever i you know i was thinking about it again i know we have this conversation like every episode of like it's not happening all but like can you imagine a Destiny 3 launching two years after the final shape, let's say? No. And having like all five subclasses in it, like from no. day one? No. 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 You can't. And yes. then think about that. And like not only are you losing all your guns, all your armor, everything, you're losing half of your subclasses potentially. Yeah. You know, losing all it's not stuff. worth it. You, They've done you, all this you, work. And you're, you're spending years probably them just putting that stuff back into this game again. Yeah. So it's not it's worth it. Not worth it. Uh, so I obviously hope there are things about destiny that change in significant ways to make it approachable and easier and maybe mm-hmm. w- more responsive and, and better integration, better social spaces, better things like that, more seamlessness, you know, potentially having ships that you can walk around and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, like a personal helm, so to speak. I want that stuff, but I do, I, we want that within the realm of destiny too. You know, uh, I don't think it's worth it to just throw it all out the window and start from scratch again. It just people didn't like it when Destiny 2 did it. Uh, and you, you got to remember that. Uh, so, you know. Once again, food for yeah. thought. Yeah. Once, yeah. <laughs> once again, please, please come back down to planet Earth where Destiny 2 continues to be the same video game. Where Destiny 2 while. is a video game for at least a few more years. Yeah, exactly. Um but yeah, that's yeah. I'm looking forward to that. You know, we still Hyped. have a full season of new stuff, which I'm sure will maybe maybe uh, make some of that stuff. Maybe potentially this season can make that stuff more clear, um, for sure. And you know, I really I really would be stoked if like the the next two seasons are more like a two part build up rather than just having the one season be the more core build up because like. You know, that's always been the case sometimes where they'll have like the one season where it's like it's kind of completely separate from a lot of the stuff going on where like, I felt like a little bit of plunder that with yeah. plunder where like, you know, obviously, obviously, you know, ultimately did connect to like the raid and Nezarek and stuff, yeah. which was which was uh, which was cool. Um, and, but in a in more a way. ancillary way. But know? yeah, but at the time it was just like, what's what is this? OK, I guess we're pirating. I guess that's cool. At least like, you know, there's there's like fun little, you know, story interactions and bits here and there. And seeing like you know the the Elixney stuff and seeing Drifter be a more integral role to some stuff was cool, but it's like it didn't really connect to this Dr- like other stuff. Drifter this season's also very good. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. I'm, I'm glad he seems like to him. Be, like interacting with Saint and Saladin is just like mm, yeah, it's very that's it's that very good fun. stuff. <laughs> very fun. Um, just like the the classic line of like, are you into? Hey, are you into you know horrors of the deep and other things and big baddies? Um, well, anyway, trans bad fire. <laughs> That's a really good yep. line in the in the salvage salvage stuff. It's pretty good. Yep. Yeah, good good stuff. I'm, I'm here. To, I'm stoked to hear more from him this season. And yeah, where the season goes because we're helping a big sea creature like tell us the origin of the witness. It seems like it's to, yeah. to a certain extent, or like what the, the the witness did to their their people or the the, the these fish uh, leviathan creatures or whatever they were at the yeah, time. Pre- pre- presumably related to like the leviathan that rolk fought and and that yeah. was on the hive homeworld right 
you have to assume because it's like the only other Leviathan we know of. And also, assumedly, the Leviathan that we saw under the depths of Titan forever ago. It's cool that that has weirdly come back around in like this super major way. Yeah, for Um, sure. So that's awesome. You know, I, I really love that. It feels good. It feels like we're on an upswing coming off of of lightfall that i know a lot of people were pretty down on so yeah for sure definitely going to be an interesting time uh for the season we'll just have to see where it goes um but i think that's that's all we have to talk about this week unless you have anything else like that we've kind of missed i think we've touched on everything i think yeah we got it all yeah season's been season's good off to a good start for sure so far um looking forward to seeing where it goes um Definitely going to try and check out some more weapons. Hopefully so I'll turn around my thoughts on those, but we'll just have to yeah. see. Um, I want to try more exotics as well. And, yeah, and I like chromatic to. fire. I really want to try because I forgot how much of a change that got. Right. Yeah, that's true. Definitely. Yeah, definitely a couple of builds. I want to I want to bust out. I want to try making a, a different kind of arc Titan uh, build than what I've been doing for a while with classic Thunder Crash. I definitely want to try some other stuff with that. Did uh, did remember a thing. Another kind of criticism. I, I brought this up in my review of Lightfall as well. Um, I do. I am now feeling that of with the the artifact mods and stuff. Like it's just in a weird spot. I do not love how Stasis two seasons in a row now has been like kind of shoved off to the side. Like in a world where like it's like almost never going to be surging, and the those mods are like specifically way more expensive than everything else. It just feels like they are decentivizing you from using stasis versus letting stasis also be good and incentivizing you to use the arc and void and, and strand this season. I, I don't love that. And I hope that evolves in some more interesting way uh, in the future. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, def- I definitely feel like they could. I hope they rethink a little bit of the, the surge stuff. Yeah. I think that plays into that, right? Because I think there's some, because t- I think some of it, t- to be fair, is like in our own minds, right? Like we see, like, well, this this is inherently going to have the give us more damage as a baseline because it g- gives that surge bonus. But in reality, like we could probably run other stuff and be okay generally. But like I think we just get, we get tuned in on those, and and because of you know, like you said, the artifact mods like play into those. It benefits you even more to run that stuff because you're getting cool effects and better mods yeah. to run that stuff so like it feels like oh yeah i want to be running arc or strand this season because there's so many interesting mods to make to do things with compared to like doing a stace doing stasis this season or or solar or solar even yeah so yeah i yeah i think the i think that it's always i'm sure it's always tough to find that balance of making all this interesting and i think like reducing the the strain i think of surge stuff would be nice because it does feel like it's it, fe- it feels like they, it feel like originally like the, it felt like the, the intention was to make it feel more open to using more stuff because you had the champion anti-champion stuff now across the board and a lot of stuff and that aspect mm-hmm. is great but then you have like yeah. the, the surge stuff where it is like okay it feels like if i don't run this then it feels like i'm like you know feeling like i'm doing not i not, feel less good in the activity i feel, you know, I I feel, feel less, like i'm yeah, doing less, less damage less good or less less helpful to 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 being a supporting uh with my team because i'm not getting that that bonus that a surge yeah. will provide exactly um, so it's it, it's tricky um and i think i think they can i think they'll they'll figure it out um hopefully now now that they've seen it out in the wild for a couple seasons i'm sure that's the thing they've been 
kind of looking at and seeing how people interact with the stuff and if it's doing the thing they, they wanted or not. Right. So I'm sure that's going to be a thing that they'll maybe revisit and look at again, maybe in a season, maybe next season or the season after, um, for sure. Yeah. But, just one last thing I had thought of that I want to throw out there. Yeah. But it's definitely a good, good call out for sure. Um, but yeah, um, still, yeah, still, you know, we'll be, we, we'll be back uh, with an episode. Plenty more season to go, you know? Yeah, definitely talk about more stuff coming in the season. See where the story goes. I'm sure there'll be some interesting story stuff uh, in the coming weeks, for sure. And like you said, if there's maybe, yeah, maybe another exotic mission coming later, that'd be pretty cool. Um, you know, definitely going to be, just, yeah, like we said, I think going into the season, it's going to be just interesting in general just because of the different setup it has with uh, the, the armor stuff and obviously going into future seasons where it's going to be even more different. So yeah. Yeah. Looking forward to it. We'll talk about it more in the next episode. Uh, but for now, thanks everybody for hanging out with us. Uh, listen to us talk about destiny once again, uh, here on Helm to tower podcast. Uh, you can check us out here on youtube.com slash Helm to tower, or you can go uh, find us on your favorite uh, podcast service of choice. To listen to us, you know, feel feel free to leave a rating or subscribe. Yeah, leave a like. If you like, comment. Always appreciate. Comment strand glaive because you gotta keep the dream alive. Keep the dream. Keep the strand strand glaive dream alive. Or or throw it throw it throw us another strand. uh, More more strand guns in general would be nice for sure. Yeah, that's where I'm at. But yeah, for now, bye. Thanks everybody. Bye. Bye.